Hi guys, so how do you get a CSC China government scholarship? In this video, I'm going to go through the whole process step by step, try and help you to get the scholarship. And I'm also gonna give you some tips at the end and also going to answer the frequently asked questions that so many students have about how to apply. So let's start by the Campus China website is the main website for this and you can do some research as well into the programs that you can get scholarships for. This is like the whole list of different programs that you can apply for. So the main link that you need to go to is studyinchina.csc.edu.cn. This is the official website. And then you basically need to log into it. You first you need to create an account by clicking on the top right and then when I've already created an account so I just click login. And it's really important to read all of the information about how to get it really carefully uh, because it's really important to apply it 100% correctly. So this is the basic information. So I'll introduce a few things about the scholarship to start with. So there's like three types of scholarship. The category A, category B, category C. Category A is for students who are applying by embassies around the world. And then this category two is those that are applying through universities. So you can choose to apply through agents, through embassies or through universities. Uh, and it basically, you can apply to both if you want, or you can choose to apply through one. So I'll also ex explain a bit more later about bachelor's, master's, PhD and the whole process. So you can check it out later in the video. So when you go through the application process, it's kind of basically quite simple as you have to start with this application form and so it's loading so it's, when it says it's an online application system it's not actually an online application system because you need to print the documents and then send it so this is like a system for you to prepare it and then you need to print it later so the first step is just to fill out all of the details in this form and there's like three different parts of it and it's basically quite simple to fill it out just need to make sure that your everything is really correct and make sure that the validity on your passport is long enough so it needs to, needs to be at least six months from when you would start, but if you don't have much time left in your passport, then it'd be, it'd be a good idea to try and get a new one before you apply as soon as possible. And then it's also important to have all the correct contact details here and the mailing, mailing address as well, because it will be sent to you there. And then you need to enter your education and employment history in this section, and then you need to add your other contacts in this section and if you do not some students do not maybe do not have uh, the contact details of one or two of their parents in that case you can leave it out or you could put na in those parts so when you finish this section you can you click finish and then you've finished the personal detail section then you need to choose which kind of application it is if it's through the embassy if it's through the university or if it's the type c which is a, a less common kind of application usually i think it's for students who are already in china but it, you'll probably be choosing between type a and type b and then when you do that you need to print the application form and then send it to the agency that you're applying to so it'll be the, em the embassy or the university 
So there's one really important thing when you're applying is you need to have the agency number when you apply. So there's a link here which has all of the agency numbers or most of the agency numbers that you can use to apply. So on the China Emissions website and you'll need to enter this code. So there is a few that are missing on this list. Uh, some students have been asking for other agency numbers. So you can basically check it by asking the embassy that you're applying to. You can contact them and ask them what is the agency number. You may be able to find it from Google or from the website directly, but you may need to ask them to get more information. So when you print this document, you will also need to send it to uh, to the embassy or to the university. So I'm also going to so I'm going to get show you an example here, which is the Sydney uh, instructions for how to apply. So you can check the eligibility here, and you need to make sure, for example, if you're high school, you have to be under age of 25. If you're applying for a bachelor, sorry, if you're applying for a bachelor program, you need to be under 25. If you're applying for a master's, you need to be under 35. If you're applying for a doctor, under 40. And then the general scholar and the senior scholar, you need to be under 45 and 50. And then if you're applying for a Chinese language program, you have to be under HSK level three or four if it's a master's program. So these are the documents that you need to apply to Sydney. If you're Australian, you'd need the application form which you have printed from this website, the copy of the passport which is with the validity over six months or so this is over uh, this is over six months from when your course was start which is 2023 September so it's much better idea to have much longer as long as you can so if you need to get a new passport it's a really good idea to do it as soon as possible then you need to get your highest diploma notarized and it can be in English or Chinese and your transcripts as well and then you need to upload all of these documents. Every Most of the embassies and universities will ask for similar documents, but some of them will may be slightly different, but you can read all of it here. And it, yeah, it's really important to have recommendation letters as well. And the study plan is also really important. So yeah, so I'll go through, I'll just introduce the admission document. The admission document is if you're applying for like a master's or a bachelor or a PhD program, it's really important to have a, a letter that to show that you've already been accepted or approved on the program. So if you can do that, then it can be really good. So you can try and apply to the university by yourself and then you can uh, ask them if they can give you a pre-admission letter or an admission letter which you can then send with your application so it's going to increase your chances a lot because with a lot of masters and PhD programs you need to find a supervisor so if you can do that yourself then it will massively improve your chances of getting accepted so you can contact the university to apply by yourself uh, or you can use China admissions to apply and get the admission letter or the pre-admission letter uh, but it can be difficult to do that because sometimes the admission late, the admission date is later. For example, the admission date may be the admission deadline for the scholarships normally opens in after the Spring Festival in China, but a lot of the universities won't start processing until uh, maybe May or June. 
so it may be hard to get that but you can just try your best to try and get it it's not it's helpful but it's uh, sometimes it's not possible to get it then you need to have a study plan and this is basically your plan for what you're going to study so it can be like a research proposal if it's a PhD or master and it can say like what is what are your goals for what are you planning to study what is the subject and how how will you do it what are the methods and go through that it, it should be about one to two pages uh, as a study plan then the recommendation letters are really important to, uh, to have them from professors for your application especially for graduate programs and then if you're applying for art or some music programs they may ask for separate documents such as an evidence of your portfolio and if you apply if you're 17 or 18 uh, if you are not 18 yet then you would need to show that you have a legal guardian in China and I also have a link in the description which has some more information about that you'd need to try and find a guardian who can sign for you so this is these are the other information and then there's also a, a foreigner examination form which is an example of it is here which you need to get uh, you need to get from a doctor and have an official stamp and it needs to be from within six months so you can take this to your nearest hospital and they will go through it and then check everything and then you can send it with your application then you need a certificate or non-criminal record report uh, to send with, uh, usually within the last six months so you can go and get that sorted as well and so then it just introduces the online application process as well. The, firstly, you need to submit the application documents by email. In Sydney, you need to do it by email, but some of them you need to do it by post. And you can see that the deadline is actually very is actually uh, the 14th of December, so it's coming up very soon. And then you would need then you would be interviewed, and then you will go through the process here. So. It's really important to check the embassies and the universities individually about the process uh, for how to apply. So we also have this, so I'm also going to give you some tips as well and also going to share some other resources that you can use to apply and to learn more about the process. So this is the, uh, the guide on the China Emissions on China Emissions website which you can check out and it has lots of information about how to apply for the scholarship and the process you can read more about it here and you can see that I, I've just been going through the CSC scholarship there's also there's these are the Chinese embassy or the Chinese university scholarships so some universities also have their own scholarship so it could be worth you applying directly to the university and uh, check and applying by yourself and then some universities will also give you their own scholarships so you can check out by doing a lot of research yourself online or you can also check out on the CS on the China admissions website uh, to check out those that have university scholarships so for example Zhejiang Institute of uh, sorry Zhejiang University International Business School has some scholarships uh, Westlake University has some scholarships you can also check out Jiangsu University, which has some presidential scholarships. And there are lots of lots of scholarships. Lots of universities will give scholarships, normally to the top students. Then there are also lots of uh, MBA programs that will give scholarships, such as SEEBS, uh, MBA. There are some scholarships for top students. 
Most of these universities will give the scholarships to the top students with the best grades. Uh, and there's also the Confucius Institute scholarship, which you can also check out. And then there's also each city in China or each province will also have their own scholarship system. So you can learn about that. And there's also CCN and BLCC scholarships. And these scholarships basically for bachelor program because if you're applying for a bachelor program in China and you want to study in Chinese then you have a much higher chance of getting a scholarship and you can check out these universities that have bachelor's uh, programs uh, as scholarships so it's uh, so for bachelors it's really important if you're applying there aren't that many English scholarships for bachelor's programs there's a lot more for uh, mostly there for Chinese so you can check out these two especially uh, for the scholarships for bachelors in Chinese and so you, yeah you can learn more about this and then our main tips for applying to for the scholarship is to make sure to research and apply as early as possible because it's uh, you can see a lot of the scholarships time is already coming up very soon so it's really important to apply as early as possible and they're so competitive these scholarships so it can be really hard to get everything done in time and you want to apply as soon as possible don't leave it until the deadline because often if you send in the application now and it's like three months before the deadline they may even start checking it and you may even have a much bigger advantage Another thing you can do is try and contact the university or the embassy to try and ask them advice. If it's possible and you live near the embassy, then you can go there in person and give the documents to them in person and see if someone will check it for you. If, it, if you're applying to university, then you can also go to the university or even ask a friend to go to the university to check the documents just to make sure everything is properly correct. Uh, because I, I've actually seen in some of these universities, they just get so many of these applications. And so if, if your application is not like 100% perfect, if there's some problems with it, then they probably will not contact you to ask you to update it. They may just say, okay, this is not correct. This is not correct. So we won't be able to submit it. So you need to make sure they're 100% correct. So if you can have someone to go there and help with doing it, then it can be really important uh, so those are the main some of the main tips and another tip I have is that it's really important to apply to as many of these programs and scholarships as you can because basically the more that you apply to the higher chance you have of getting scholarships uh, the preparing the documents carefully is super important and also I would really check out just doing as much research as you can such as Chinese forums there's a lot of people sharing their experience there you can also check out Reddit and there's actually a lot of information online but make sure that it's uh, it's always really important to check the official uh, information and not and if yeah make sure you check the official information and the embassy and the university directly and for the most up-to-date information and if you're applying for the university then it's if you're applying for the scholarship, it's also really important to have, it's really helpful if you can have really good Chinese or if you can have some level of Chinese, it doesn't have to be really good. If you have some, it's gonna be better than none. So you can take some Chinese courses, such as there are some, there's like a Peking University course, which you can take. If you can show that certificate with your application, it's definitely gonna help you. 
It's an online course that you can take and it's not that expensive. There's also a Beijing Language and Culture University, which is a 12-week course. And if you can also show that certificate that you've been started to learn Chinese, you've started to learn Chinese, then it can be so helpful in your application just because they can see that you're you're keen and you're serious. Obviously, you need to have high grades and a good CV when you apply, so this is another standard thing. And I really suggest applying by yourself and I think that, like we're trying to give as much information as we can so that you can apply by yourself so you can check out I think we've already gone through the documents and then just be careful of using uh, agency to apply for scholarships or using uh, or trying to get like these guaranteed scholarships it's really important if you because there are some of these uh, guaranteed scholarships so I would I would definitely recommend that you apply by yourself and you do your research by yourself and uh, so yeah I'll basically just go through a few quick questions that students have about how to apply and I'll go through them now so I've already introduced what scholarships there are for bachelor's master's PhD and your eligibility you can also check out here about your grades and your age level is also important and so this is some more information and then you can also check out yeah it's really important just to check out every university to find out more information another tip is download WeChat because that's what everyone uses in China uh, China doesn't really a lot of people in China don't use email as much so if you want to be able to communicate or if you're planning to come to China then you have to download WeChat it's the most important app to use and communicate with universities and it's really important when you register universities as well and uh, so yeah I'll go through some of the questions that students have so how do you prepare the application documents I've gone through it a bit there and also I'll leave some links in the description about it and you can also do your own research and check out forums as well so what's the agency number that you need to apply to this can be quite confusing for students because what does an agency mean? Basically, the agency is the is what, who is going to give you a scholarship because CSC has these scholarships and then they give the quota to the university or they give the quota to the embassies. There, there's a certain number of uh, scholarships for each of these and so the agency number is basically linking up to where you're applying to so if you're applying to a university then you need to have and they're going to give you the scholarship then you need to give you need to check their agency number which is usually on the instructions on their website you'll usually be able to find it and there's also this link here with all of the different universities that have it and I think and there should be about 279 universities that have the uh, scholarships that you can apply for and there is also a list of them on the website here the programs so you can you can check out in more information about all of the programs and how to apply to, and which ones have scholarships it should have I think this one has a lot of information here so you can see there's 77,000 different programs and you can see which ones you can click into them so you're not able to see those ones but you can you can see the actual overall information about the program such as the 
what the program name is and the, the language as well so you can choose to if you just want to study in English then you can just choose the programs that have English and then you can choose it by the bachelors and you will see that I think there's not that many if there are any okay sometimes it's searching through a lot of different programs here so it may take some time so these are some programs that are giving so these are not giving any scholarships so yeah this is some information you can check out about how to apply for scholarships and another question that students have is what are the age limits I've I've gone through that before I think you can also find it here age limits here say so 25 for the high school for undergraduate 35 masters 40 for doctor and 45 for general scholar and what's happening during covid so it right now the covid situation means that there's the border is partially open and there's a link in the description where you can find out more about the current situation which we keep updated and so you can still apply for the scholarship for 2023 it's quite hard for us to know exactly what's going to happen in 2023 uh, but you can still apply and but I also need to share that there is one policy of the Chinese scholarship the CSC which means that if you're not located in China then you won't be able to get a scholarship so they, you won't be paid anything they will only pay if you are in China so it's really important if you're to, to know that you will only get the scholarship if you're able to come to China otherwise it won't be paid to your overseas account and are there scholarships for bachelors from what we've checked on the website there are not scholarships for bachelors in English there may be some exceptions but mostly it's for Chinese programs for bachelors in English scholarships for bachelors in English uh, so, but there are quite a lot of programs and scholarships if you're wanting to study bachelors in Chinese. So there are some really good programs such as Tianjin University and some other links which you can find on the China Admissions platform for checking out uh, programs that have scholarships for bachelors. And so there's uh, Tianjin University and Beijing Language and Culture College. This is a this is like a college before university that you can study Chinese and then you can study in Chinese at university. Should I apply to the embassy or university? Uh, so this is a really good question because it can be hard to know how do you apply if you're looking at options. Um, for my personal opinion, I think that you can try to apply to both. You can, you can. Some, like some people say that you shouldn't apply to multiple universities. Some say some the applications, but some say that you could try. So you can check out. Uh, so personally, I would actually create one application, send it to the embassy, create another application, and send it to the universities that I want to apply to, 
and I would do a lot of a lot of research into all the programs and research all the universities and also try and contact them to try and see which universities I can apply for if I'm eligible ask try and ask them and uh, also I would contact the embassy as well and see if I can go to the embassy or ask someone to help me in the embassy so for example if you're applying from some countries such as New Zealand for example or some other countries there's actually not as many students applying so it can be a lot easier to get a scholarship from the embassy but if you're applying from some countries I think Pakistan is one of the most popular where they have so many students applying it can be a lot harder to get the scholarship uh, so it could be even more important to go there in person and try and try and uh, incre increase your chances um, can you apply to multiple applications at the same time? This is what I just asked. What I just mentioned. It can be hard to apply. It's hard to know. Sometimes you can. So, I think that you can try. You can try and do it. And if the system stops you, and I think my understanding is that if you if you get one scholarship, the other one will. You obviously won't be able to get two scholarships. So on the system, you will just get one. If you if one of if you apply to multiple and then one of them fails, then it just won't proceed to the next level. So I think you can apply to multiple at the same time. Uh, you can definitely apply to university scholarships. Like they have their own scholarships that you can apply to. You can also apply to many as many universities as you want. You can apply to ten or so. You can apply to uh, say so it's a good idea to apply to as many. And also you can apply to other countries as well. And you can check out Global Admissions. We have some more information about other countries you can apply to. Uh, so when is the deadline for the admissions for the scholarship? Uh, normally it is after the Spring Festival, but actually there are some that are earlier than that and some in December of this year. And so it depends on the university and the embassy. So it'd be really, I'd make sure to double check everything and apply as soon as possible. Alright, so that's the information about scholarships. If you guys have any questions, let me know in the comments. I'll do my best to answer it. And I hope this can be helpful for some people to help them get a scholarship into China. Thank you very much.